I meant somebody else, probably Chris. Yeah. Hi, everybody. We're live. Oh, we are live? Holy shit, we We're are. We're live. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Mm. D- Dylan, you jerk. Oh, he wants to go off road. Are you gonna shoot that shot when you get the land? No, he was right on my ass, man. You wide open. Who wrote this? I did. Ask him if you got the letter. Did you get the letter? What letter? Minute, 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 minute. What's up, Hello? There's a scream. There's something. Are we we're reviewing the Breakfast Club at least? Hey. There we go. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, we're going we're in the infinite void, aren't we? Our director Let is us. incompetent. There we go. Yeah, there we go. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Our normal director is out with I'm clicking all the wrong buttons here, guys. Just so you know. Things are real crazy on my end. I'm not sure why things are negative. Like it's just black and white on my screen right now. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Mr. Dan Lovely, go ahead, please. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Real Boys. And today we are reviewing my number four-ish <laughs> movie, uh, The Breakfast Club. So I we've tried this before. Actually, we've scheduled this. This is our third time scheduling this, so I think we might actually get through it this time, guys. If we can get through 30 minutes, I'll be happy. Yes. <laughs> if we get we through 30 minutes, you can just paste the two together and call it good. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about the end of the movie and then right. piece the, the middle, first one together. The middle and the end of the movie. <laughs> All right, uh, the Breakfast Club is five high school students uh, from different walks of life spend a Saturday detention together only to find out they're not all different. <laughs> and really? it stars Molly Ringwald, Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, Anthony Michael Hall, and Ali Sheeney, and Paul Gleason. So, first of all, what did you like? What did you guys think of this movie? Like, did it bring back any any fond memories like it did to me? Because this is all high school all over again. That wasn't my high school. Um, so, no, I hated high school. I think most <laughs> podcasters did as well. Uh, cause we were on the outskirts of school. <laughs> we were the nerds. We weren't the, the popular ones. Uh, we may got made fun of or bullied or traumatic events are now coming back into my head. Thank you so much for, uh, making me relive those things, uh, with this movie. Uh, no, <laughs> the movie's fun, but it did not remind me of high school at all. Cause I would watch it. I'm like, that's not fucking high school. They're like 30 already. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Didn't really connect no. for me with high school. Yeah, I think we covered this in the last episode, but yeah, it, the, uh, all these characters are roughly above age. <laughs> <laughs> roughly. <laughs> Yeah, there's always two nicely. There's yeah. two that are that are like a reasonable age to play high school students. Yeah. Otherwise, they're fucking 25. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, when the first the first scene opens up, I guess this is like one of the five scenes in this movie, I guess. And uh everyone's getting dropped off at detention, and Judd Nelson almost gets hit by a car. Um Emilio Estevez is yeah, Emilio Estevez's dad. Is pretty much saying uh, you screwed up and got caught, so now you have to deal with it. So I think Emilio Estevez's dad is pretty much a bad role model. Like, anybody <laughs> else think about that? Yeah, <laughs> so how well, he used old, to screw only, around in high school. Yeah, that, I mean, a lot of these dads are bad role models. A lot of yeah. these kids are bad role models. Uh, you actually movie missed... is a bad role model. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that is true. It makes the movie bad role models look like good role models. Yeah, so if you're right. someone. For someone if like you're modeling, me, oh god! If you're modeling your roles after this movie, <laughs> like that's you got some problems. It's just it, the movie's not bad. Like I don't have any problem with this movie. I had I had a fun time watching it. It's fine, but this is like the five like stereotypes of high school, you know, click archetypes just boiled down into five different people and you you just have you just have basically yeah the the, jock the nerds and the outsider yeah yeah i do but the weird thing is like this movie is pretty much it's about like uh people that are uh sitting in classes right like the, the hierarchy of classes there's you know each of these people you just said now the movie is supposed to be these people sitting in a place where it uh you know they they're allowed to not be in this hierarchy. They're allowed to be normal people for mm-hmm. once. But the thing is that the hero of the story, who's Judd Nelson, he's the one who really instills the hierarchy again. He's the one who's like, "Well, I'm a bad boy, and I, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm tough, and I, I'm a lot of masculine, uh, rapey stuff." Um, but yeah, so it's it's a weird. It's a, dude, he's no, he's he's aggressive. He's aggressive. Yeah, dude, he's aggressively rapey. He's gross. highly aggressive uh, in this movie. Yeah, when you look at like behind the scene stuff apparently he was like trying to be in character and he would go into different stores as his character and he said and he quoted the looks i would give women were so weird they started calling the cops on me like he is a bad person there's actually a scene cut out of the movie where they're supposed to be looking at a gym teacher who's naked and apparently every female cast member was like i cannot do this scene like i I cannot handle this and they had to fire the actor who was playing the gym teacher uh and she well still got paid but whatever uh but yeah so this this movie (laughs) is a show off she got yeah Yeah. i think that's everybody's dream right but a couple yeah. weird things in the very, very beginning of the movie that I saw upon this rewatch. So when I watched it a long time ago, I was like, yeah, this is a fine movie, whatever. Uh, it is one of the few plotless movies uh, where, like, nothing happens, you know. It's a Seinfeld uh, movie. Yeah, it's weird. But if you look in the very beginning, there's, like, flashes of, like, school stuff. And if you look, one of the flashes is of lockers. And you can actually see the locker that Brian's flare gun 
or yes. not Brian, uh, the, the what's his face flare gun, like, yeah, burn Brian. Up. So, uh, yeah, I saw that for the first time. I also happened to notice that if you look in the display case, the very front, there's a, uh, a, a man of the year plaque and it is the same guy who is the janitor <laughs> later on. So when he was in high school, he was man of the year. Now he's yeah. the janitor of that class. And also in the very beginning, there's a, a thing that says, uh, I don't like Mondays, which apparently is a reference to a pretty bad school shooting that happened in 1978 where a guy gave his daughter a gun and they asked her why she shot these people and they're like i don't like mondays so there are some weird behind the scenes stuff that he was trying to put in this movie that i only noticed on this very last rewatch yeah, yeah. that that i don't like mondays was made into a very cool song by the boomtown rats wonderful it's a great song <laughs> yeah, cool <laughs> i i definitely I recommend it. everyone check that song out uh by the way hi tina I don't know if we actually. Yeah, hi Tina. <laughs> hi. I was, I was talking. One of our biggest supporters. Yeah. Now, uh, obviously, we have like the all these people from different walks of life and everything, and and like Zach said, it's pretty much everyone just as equal at for one day. Now, at the at the end, he he have uh, Brian saying that, "Are you think you're gonna? We're all gonna be friends after this?" And everyone's just pretty much Molly Ringwald's character just pretty much is like, "No." Like, no, fuck you. <laughs> but, but do you think that maybe hypothetically going into like the future, do you think these guys would like at least nod at each other in the hallway for the first couple of weeks? Maybe there'll yep, be a nod, yeah. a friendly nod, just like yeah, we went through something really stupid and crazy, and then it's just going to dissipate over time. And yep. by the end of the year, they're going to be like, "Who the fuck are you? Why are you yeah. next to me?" Right. That was my right. yeah. Molly Ringworld impression, by the way. Wasn't good. Pretty good. I'm not. Good Thank Solid. you. <laughs> Solid. Yes. Solid. Solid. It works. It's like jerk. She's got such jerks. Yeah. <laughs> such a jerk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah just kind of just kind of jumping around here, guys. But uh, yeah, and this essay they're supposed to write something about um, who they think they are. Was that correct? Why are you giving high school? Children existential questions <laughs> like that. Like, right. I don't even know who the fuck I am, and I'm 36. Yeah. <laughs> like, because that's because that's a bad teacher who also doesn't right. know who he is. He's trying but to figure is, it out. Yeah, is faking it. So don't mess with and the thinks bully, that everybody guns. should just yeah, thinks that everybody should just be like him and just internalize everything and and fucking be a dick to everyone. Right. Uh, you had a great high school, I can tell, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Like you said, you know, uh, you know, we had like 10 people in our friend group and otherwise it was a bunch of jocks who didn't want anything to do with us and made fun of us relentlessly. And, wow. you know, that was just sort of high school. I was definitely an alley sheedy in high school. <laughs> like that was... <laughs> That was where Were you doing I the dandruff. Were you doing the dandruff? Absolutely. Since Michael brought it up, uh, what is who does everyone relate? Whose whose character does everyone relate to in this movie? Like, because on on behalf of Jocks everywhere, I want to apologize to Michael <laughs> and Phil and probably everybody on this cast. Because yes, we were assholes. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't give you, I can't give you a good reason for it. <laughs> Just because we were assholes, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I was an art, I was an art and drama kid, so uh, I was Ali Sheedy as well. Um, but I also played baseball, so I didn't really get picked on. 
Right. What about Jerry and Mr. Quiet down there? How you doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. I'm just soaking it up, man. I'm taking it in. <laughs> uh, what character did you relate to in this movie when you were in high school? Um, probably the jock, but I was not an asshole. <laughs> I, uh, I'm uh, Michael uh, Anthony Hall's character, the nerdy good two shoes boy. That's nerdy, who I was. Nerdy guy. Yep. Yeah, I was the goody goody two shoes, and then I went, then I, <laughs> then I left high school and entered the real world, <laughs> and then I became an asshole. And, <laughs> and then you became the asshole. See, it then I became the to asshole. All of us eventually. <laughs> right, Everyone's exactly. an asshole. <laughs> and we got the pretty much the first showdown between uh. Um, principal, what's what's his uh, Jet or Mr. Gleason's name? R Richard Vernon. <laughs> Richard Vernon. Vernon. Dick Vernon. <laughs> but we had the first showdown between uh, uh, Mr. Vernon and John Bender, and pretty much John Bender just tells him that his Barry Manilow raids his closet, pretty much, and he gets another detention for it. And then an odds, I think it, I think there was a little break, and then they, I don't know, there was a little ongoing thing with uh, Michael and. Uh, Emilio and Molly, but we're not going to talk about that because it's it's, it's pointless, and um, <laughs> because nothing happens, it's just a bunch of talk. Pretty much, the, the screw comes out of the door, and that's it. <laughs> Followed this, by a I bunch of gamers. Just, I think you just summed up this movie, Dan. <laughs> nothing happens, happens, and it's a lot of talk. That's what. Yeah, yeah like it's yeah, and it, like this this was pretty much high school like mm -hmm. where nothing happened nobody really learned anything uh you know people thought like it feels like these people felt like they learned something but at the end of the day like phil said you know it's just gonna go away there's no way that these people stay friends you know there's no way that you know anything comes of this because in high school, these, like the relationships that you form are for the most part meaningless. Like right. you're not going to see most of the high school people after school. And most, like I said, in high school, I knew maybe 10 people. The rest of them, I knew their names because, you know, they were in classes with me. But otherwise, like people will come up to me and they'll be like, oh, do you remember this person from high school? Mike? No. <laughs> get a yearbook out. Which, get which a yearbook. One, please, I didn't get yearbooks either because I didn't give a fuck about these people. Damn, you yeah. really are I, punk rock. I never got a yearbook either. Never I, I, don't, my last I don't just say that I'm punk rock. <laughs> you are punk rock. I got it because I was the goody two shoes and I was like, I need to have this for my memory thing. So I did have it. Um, so I'm not punk rock at all. Um, so far. Well, we can from tell punk that. <laughs> Is it the shirt? Is it the Bill Murray yes, shirt? Is that Bill what Murray it is? Shirt? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Um, like the, the whole conversation, like all this is like a big conversation. This movie was so hard to to review because of, it's all conversation. It's a Kevin Smith so, movie. It, yeah, like, that's what clerk, I figured that we were like just dialogue. doing like a convo about it. But, and uh, so we had that showdown between him and he's like, he, he eats my, eat my shorts, that infamous line, eat my shorts. Bart Simpson uses it. So, and um, that's and he gets like eight detentions, and he's like seven, and even the even the principal is like the bully in this in this fucking movie. Yeah, because then he's like he calls Brian. He's like, hey, 
exhibit pipsqueak or peewee there you go <laughs> hey do you think that he gets detention over and over again because he does not want to be at home with his dad more than likely dad, yeah more than likely he doesn't want to be at home yeah it's something to do on a saturday you know hey what are you doing on saturday i'm just going to the school to do my mandatory detention have a nice day it's yeah like right what's wrong with you like he well, has what, to do it yeah like ali sheeney their hair characters like at the end she's like do you know why i'm here and she goes there everyone's like no and she goes i didn't do anything i didn't have anything else for her to do yeah, yeah like, but that, the thing is no, like her, her her character is like is a liar throughout the entire thing though so oh there's yeah also, there's also a chance that she just lied about that too <laughs> that compulsive liar she, she's yeah. probably sex with a shrink. In, in detention because of lying <laughs> right yeah that's probably <clears throat> true you know she's now, a compulsive liar right uh now do you guys think that uh jonathan bender has been in that closet a couple of times because he kind of knew his way around the ceiling to get back to the library <laughs> he's probably been all around that place <laughs> because yeah. he was even he was even timing his steps with a joke like i noticed that too when he was doing a joke he was timing his steps with it i was like yeah. that's smart that's smart kid <laughs> We used to go up to us in the ceiling in our art in our art room in high school, and we used to go in the ceiling and smoke weed up there. No one found us. No one found us. Someone just walks into two, the art room. Why does it smell like years, weed? It, the art we were the in the art ceiling. room always smelled like weed. Yep. Right, like, right where the, well, not mine. Uh, my whole school smelled like weed. Oh. We had a kiln in our art room, so there was a vent, and we just go up there by the kiln. Cool. Well, aren't you so, fucking fancy with your that was kiln. yeah that that was a smart way to Freeland. do that. I went to Freeland. <laughs> it's not that. It's not. It's not that. Hey, I didn't get. No, I didn't have any uh, kiln in my school. Okay, we we lost our auto department. We had a. <laughs> we had like a a trade type school to learn how to take care of your car and stuff like that, and get out rid of that. But the room was then used for ITT, which you made fucking gumball machines in your high school. You had an yeah. auto yeah. department. Uh, that sounds pretty fucking fancy to me, dude. No, no, when I got there, it wasn't there anymore. It was like previous generations. Like it used to be there, but the, now the room, the, the fucking garage that they had is now just like the loading dock for everything. And you sit at these industrial desks and you look behind you and they're like, the fuck, we can be building a car. Let's build a fucking car. That's useful. I don't need to know how to make a gumball machine. That's not useful in my life. It, really? I mean, it, ask me how many gumball machines I've made. Some people's lives. How, how, many, many, how many cars have you made? Yeah. Right. Have you ever look? Like I had the building, a, I had, building a gumball machine, schmilding a schmumball machine, like that's just <laughs> teaching you how to make stuff the same yeah, way but, that the auto department, you no, know, the auto manufacturing. Department, I can actually learn how to change the fucking oil instead of spending money changing oil. I can learn how to change my tires, change my brakes, you know, take care of a car instead of having to go to someone else. Mind you, I'd, I'd pay for someone to do that anyways. That's what YouTube but, is for, though. <laughs> Yeah, but this was pre-YouTube. <laughs> this is pre-YouTube. <laughs> it's 2003. YouTube did, wasn't even a glimmer in anybody's eyes. <laughs> right. All right, guys. Let's jump to lunchtime because this is the other funny part that I like doing in this movie. Like, everyone has their own separate lunch. John Bender doesn't have a lunch. He has the soda that he got from the cafeteria <laughs> or from the teacher's lounge or whatever. Um, Anthony Michael Hall's character's got the, the soup sandwich, the milk cookies all that good stuff good boy food yeah and my ring was eating lunch. sushi mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> why 
why is sushi such a joke in like 80s movies it's like people pull out sushi and it's like sushi yeah it was like it was like the high fashion food of like the the early 80s like mid 80s like if you're eating sushi you you, like people thought you flew to france to get it it's ridiculous (laughs) tokyo or maine (laughs) <laughs> no, well, people just didn't know, so they thought oh, true. they flew yeah. to France. To yeah, get it's like, where's, where's a fancy place? Like, that's probably yeah. French. Uh, yeah, also, uh, Anthony Michael Hall, uh, don't forget his uh, crust was cut off of his sandwich. Oh, yeah. Yep. His mom, yep. he was a, he's a full mama's boy. Yeah. Yep. We, weird thing is, like, in that movie, the mom and the sister are played by his actual mom and sister, yep. uh, which is weird. But I, I wonder if she made the soup and the sandwich for him that day. Oh, that'd be cute. Oh, that, that would be. be adorable. Yeah. I hope that that's what happened. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I, I think Just I softened the sandwich. punk rocker a little bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm hey. starting to see cracks. <laughs> Just, just because, crack. just because I'm a punk rocker doesn't mean I don't like it when my mom makes me soup and sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Who doesn't really? <laughs> soup from mom and uh, a sandwich from mom is like the best. <laughs> we did, we did uh, skip right through both of the laughs that I had in this movie. Like this movie oh, is good, Harvey moment. But yeah, there were there were only two parts where I like laughed out loud, and that was when the when Principal Vernon tries to put the the chair in the door and it just goes yep. flying across the room <laughs> actual laugh like i laughed out loud yeah. and then when uh bender has got his switchblade out and he stabs it into the chair and then yep. you just see ali sheedy like sneak in from the corner and just pull it out and take it she, I was like, she also that was fucking brilliant yeah she I also hope, steals his lock that was, locker yeah i hope that that was like improvised by her and that they just that left awesome. it in because that was that was genius. Yeah. So B- Bender's character, though, that was like one of the most sought after roles in Hollywood at that time. Because like John Hughes was like hot off of 16 Candles and people are like, oh, this is going to be mm-hmm. a big thing. But he wanted Nicolas Cage to be Bender. And apparently they couldn't meet Nicolas Cage's money. So then mm-hmm. John Cusack was actually cast mm-hmm. and was like doing uh, like the read-throughs with John Cusack. But apparently nobody, uh, they couldn't really get anyone to play the other role uh, Emilio Estevez's role, then he was actually end up cast after uh, uh, what's his face was. So then Emilio Estevez was Bender. Nobody would play the jock role. So then Emilio <laughs> Estevez hopped over to play that role. And then Jim Carrey apl- uh, uh, he like applied to be Bender, which was crazy. Um, wow. But yeah, so there was so many people that went after all these roles because um, this was supposed to be like just the hottest thing you know of the time. Yeah, and it was. And it was. Yeah, Josh Whedon or you know Zack Snyder style mm-hmm. level of director and. He has great movies for people who grew up in that period of time that he sets his movies. Um, but yeah, his movies don't work too much today. I would, I could, I could see Nicolas Cage being great as Bender mm-hmm. in this. Uh, but John Cusack, I don't think John yeah. Cusack's a very specific type of actor. I don't think he would have been great in that role. He probably would have been good as the jock, but not as Bender. Yeah. It seems like that John Cusack is almost in all the, all the roles that we on these movies that we review, though. Yeah, <laughs> his name doesn't. Well, he was. I mean, it's I, John I Cusack. Yeah, That's he true, was. But... He was the hotness in the eighties. Like oh, in the 80s, early. Everybody 90s, yeah. wanted John yeah. Cusack in their movies. Yeah. 
All right. And uh, so we have the lunchtime. And um, Emilio Estevez's lunch is like a fucking grocery store. He's got donuts. <laughs> he's got a bag of chips. He's got like three sandwiches. Um, yeah, he has to uh, put on cookies, that energy, man. He has those calories he has and to apple. <laughs> And the the look that uh, um, that Judd Nelson gives him and right at the end, that little smirk he gives him, that made me that made me chuckle too. And it's like just that little look, just like okay. <laughs> but and and another thing is that I want to know where um, Principal Vernon get Bruce's coffee because that shit was black. I mean, this is like motor oil out of like a uh, 1972 Delta or something. <laughs> it may have just been old. I mean, it may have been yesterday's coffee that he yeah. like nuked back up in the microwave. Yeah, that's it. That looked like molasses. It was gross. Or maybe he put too much coffee into the uh, to the straining type. I don't know. I don't make coffee. Fuck if I know. I'm it. Yeah, there we go. Filter. Thank you. The filter when he was brewing the coffee. Wow, they make coffee. <laughs> and this, and that leads to the hallway. The locker. These, everyone's going to Jonathan Bender's locker to get some weed, even though they don't know it. <laughs> but this is like I think the second scene, the third scene in this entire movie. And then there's the basement and a closet, and that's it. But the hallway don't scene. The, don't forget the outside of the school. The the when Judd Nelson is walking away at the end, throwing up his fist for some odd reason. Like he <laughs> oh yeah, the football, the football field. Football yep. field. Yep. I that never. I don't understand. What did he win with that fist? Like that's a winning. You know, throw up your fist you for gotta, winning. You he got just a got a smooch ear, from Molly Ringwald. <laughs> like I would have thrown up my fist too. Okay. Yeah. Fine. He, he just got a rock in his ear too. So he's like, I got a smooch from the. Most popular girl in in high school, and I got a ring. What the hell? But yeah, yeah and at their own risk, I did like Jonathan Bender's uh locker, where it says um, "Do not open" or <laughs> "Open if you want to die," and mm-hmm. then the whole thing comes down and cuts off the the shoe in half. I didn't <laughs> notice that at first, but the shoe gets cut in half at the end. I was like, "Whoa! Yeah. How's that shoe sticking out of that locker?" <laughs> Movie stuff. Movie stuff. Movie Movies. <laughs> Movies. And then they they come to they come to a screeching halt at a fence on their way back to the, to the library, and Bender saves himself to save the group. Uh, I think it was pretty much just to impress Molly Ringwald, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he wanted that. I did, yeah, yeah, I did. I did like how he shoved his he like shoved that weed down his pants. He must he grabbed something down there because <laughs> he was saying, he was like he was like elbow deep in that dude's pants. He's like, let me feel around for something. Where's that? There we go. Yeah, Yeah, a little happy dance right there for you. And then Bender is caught in the gym trying to win a scholarship. So, and then he gets taken back to grab his grab his stuff, and then he goes and gets locked in the closet, only to return through the ceiling because he forgot his pencil. Classic, classic Bender. (laughs) <laughs> what, what what do you think the ending of that joke was but he was saying when he was crawling in the ceiling because you don't get to hear the end yeah i tried to figure it out i even like wrote down a couple uh stupid and, and i'm like no these aren't funny and then i looked it up and apparently he straight improv that line and there was no punchline to it whatsoever uh oh, wow. and he he couldn't even think of a punchline to it so uh yeah so it's kind of one of those weird uh, <laughs> half jokes 
<laughs> right? And we then, should have Chris like, Harvey a, a movie the joke, joke for us. Yeah, yes. a movie joke have, that doesn't have. Have Chris Harvey write the joke for us. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have <laughs> the blazing scene where everyone goes in the back of the library and gets high one by one. You knew that was going to happen, though. But yeah. Ali Sheeney's character kind of looked like that she was just shocked and all like, everyone does this. <laughs> like she's the only one that has never done this. <laughs> it's a, it's Am I really the only one the first time watching this movie? Yes. I believe so. Yeah. This is your first time watching this movie? Okay. All right. Yeah. I heard all about it. I know all the references. I just never watched it. Yeah, have okay, you watched um, it? Have you watched it more than that once, like three weeks ago, when when we were supposed <laughs> to do the movie the first time? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I watched it like last week. Rewatched like last week, so I still remember it. I'm, that's why I'm just kind of listening because a lot of the stuff I've only I only watched it like maybe like one and a half times. So I don't like yeah, it was. It, it's such a weird like. It's just such a weird movie because, like Dan said, nothing really happens. And no, I can exactly. see it, like, I can definitely see it bringing back memories if you watch this at the right time in your life. Like, because this was sort of my high school experience um, because I did grow up in a small town, you know, with just, it was just a bunch of white people and we were just like... I mean, we were all different, but but it was just Same. a bunch of middle class white people. So like it's yeah, it's it's definitely a very like specific like middle small town middle class, you know, medium sized high school experience. And I imagine that that happened more often in the eighties than it did in sort of the mid nineties when I was in high school. And it's probably a lot less now. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, this was, this was a very typical high school experience for, so I, I mean, I can definitely see people being like, yeah, this was my high school. So yeah, like a very specific high school to be like that. When I got yeah. there, it was completely different. Mind you, yeah. I went to a really weird high school that used to be French and English, and then because of Quebecness, didn't be Quebec French is. and English anymore. It, <laughs> Quebec is really weird, st stupidly weird at times. But yeah, my high school was both French and English, and then we had a referendum for Quebec to separate, and then the the English fought the French, and the French fought the English. It's been going on for generations. Um, our history is nothing but English and French fighting each other for stupid reasons. And then they separated it, and I came in just as it was like the first year that was all English. So it was like they were trying to tra like move over half the school into more English stuff. So taking down that stuff. So I didn't really have this weird, wacky high school experience like in The Breakfast Club and all those like high school movies that were out when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely it definitely wasn't like detention though, because <laughs> no, our detention, detention was like Saturday. Saturday Saturday detention was everybody sitting at their separate tables. And if you tried to talk to somebody else, they were like, get the fuck away from me, you weirdo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I went to two different schools and they were like, they were polar opposites. Like the first, the first school I went to for the majority of my life until my sophomore year, very clicky. Like I said, there was your jocks, there was your nerds and all that stuff. They're very clicky. But once I moved to once I moved to Freeland, 
the where I graduated, it was everyone was friends with everyone. Like everyone got along, everyone partied together, and it, that was that was pretty much the best times in my high school. Mm. Not mine. Yeah. <laughs> I watched I watched this movie the year before. Well, I watched it when it uh, pretty early on, whatever. But I watched it. I remember the year before I went to high school, and I'm like, cool, this is what high school is going to be like. Uh, <laughs> but when I went to uh, Newcastle, Delaware High School, uh, William Penn High School, um, <laughs> where name dropping. Uh, where cops <laughs> cops patrol uh, the hallways and there's metal detectors to get into the doors uh, and there's like 2,200 people in a graduating class. It was like a prison. Like this was not Jesus. like this was not like my school. My school had five cafeterias. It was ridiculous. Fucking uh, Alcatraz. Nothing <laughs> like my high school whatsoever. Wow. Yeah. Was it like, glad I didn't were there five area. floors or something like? <laughs> There was two floors. Uh, the main hallway was a quarter mile long. Uh, there was like five football field. It was a huge, huge school, and it was awful. Like such a bad school. Like there was, like I said, there was cops always patrolling the hallways. Uh, it was a bad place. Yeah, it was wow. not not cool. So not my high school whatsoever. This seemed like a really <laughs> privileged high school where people get detention for taping butt cheeks together and <laughs> having a flare in my locker like in my school it was like hey this guy just got shot like this, this is crazy Jesus. uh <laughs> like somebody lit this car on fire so uh the yeah worst my, my, i think we had was a banana with uh firecrackers and it exploded in someone's locker that oh was like the God. worst and then when the newest principal came in because our principals lasted five years the new principal came in, he instituted a, like a drug free thing and like whipped out all the stoners. And then you would walk around every once in a while and see on the uh, vents, Rosemary High, which is the school I went to, is a dry, help fund the weed. <laughs> and you'd be like, no, oh, okay. just keep walking. We had, and that was it. Like, and we had this old lady who would walk the, the halls. We called her the Nan. You didn't fuck with the Nan because she was dangerous. But like anybody could beat her up. She was frail and old, but you were terrified of her. <laughs> you were terrified of her because like you didn't know what would happen it's like your grandmother you're like you don't want to piss off your grandmother and everybody was all the cool kids were friends with her like uh, but you didn't piss her off she was scary right. was my wow. high school yeah now, so it I'm, seems like our breakfast club here also had a bunch of different experiences <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> going to school the breakfast club in real life <laughs> this is our <laughs> breakfast club <laughs> i mean there is five of us exactly there's there's two, pop there's in two Emilio the Estevez's and two Ali Sheedy's. <laughs> and a Brian. And, and a Brian. Brian. <laughs> I'm okay with being called Brian. I'm, I'll, I'll live with it. Phil Brian. Phil Brian. <laughs> <laughs> now, back to the, the, the part where they were smoking in the library. I just want to know what was in Emilio Estevez's joint. What was that fucking thing laced with? Because this dude went off the rails. He just smoked the joy and then just started jazzercising all the way across the fucking library and then broke a window. <laughs> As a hot sativa is what it was. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> man. At least some Coke or was, something. Holy yeah, shit. It had to be laced with some shit because I've never had that much energy smoking. <laughs> I had a friend who, uh, every time he smoked weed, he called it weed rage. Mm -hmm. Because he would get very angry, like he just drank a half a bottle of tequila. And I oh, didn't God. believe him until I actually saw it. <laughs> like, did you provide him with the weed? Or no. did he have his own weed? No, he he did his, like, he got his own weed. 
Like so he was always high, shit. but he was always angry while he was high, and I don't understand. <laughs> he sounds cool. Hey man, yeah, don't put no, that on Mary Jane, man. He's got personal problems. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's not on the weed, stuff. bro. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it ain't weed. See, it's like or something. Yeah. Imagine him. Imagine him without the weed, though. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> like those kids that in high school, I had a couple of friends that were on that were prescribed Ritalin, and mm-hmm. these kids were just the like, bouncing off the walls. I'm like, I thought Ritalin was supposed to calm me down, but didn't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? It, it, again, that's that's something that works differently in everyone. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't work at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is and then, true. And on, uh, then Ali Sheeney dumps decides to dump her purse on the on the couch after they tell her not to because they don't want to see what's in her purse, and then she does it anyway. And then there's a whole story about how she needs to run away because she's unsatisfied with her family life. Now, I think as high schoolers, I think we were all unsatisfied with our home life am i correct <laughs> or no yeah. am i, I the mean, only I, one <laughs> no i i definitely was very unsatisfied i moved out of my house the day i turned 18 because my parents were actually on vacation i moved out into my own apartment without telling my parents about it because i hated uh, i hated my teenage life it was not cool <laughs> like yeah wow. my life it wasn't bad like i didn't like leave like run away from home or anything like that but but you know it's just i really didn't do anything if i didn't stay after school for basketball practice i didn't go if you know i my grandparents never took me to my games <laughs> so it was just the guy that i was just the guy that hung out after school for practice and games so and um we have uh carl and uh, Principal Vernon having a heart to heart in the basement over some confidential. Oh, Ooh. I think Dan <laughs> unplugged his. Okay, it wasn't just me. microphone. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say I didn't get any of that. I, yeah, I, you you went out for a sec. Wait, I think we're you're. you're am back. I still there? Yeah, yeah there now you're back. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Sorry, yeah, guys. something got unplugged or something. Right after heart to heart, you went out. Yeah, yeah the. Carl and Mr. Vernon had a heart to heart in the basement. And while you figured this out, because when you're in a you when you're a kid in high school, you're just like, I want to be a teacher because I get seven, you get summer breaks off, spring break off, Christmas break off. And then you realize that when he was in the he was in the closet yelling at Bender, he goes, I make thirty one thousand dollars a year and I have a home. I'm not about to lose that. Like I make more than thirty thirty one thousand dollars a year. <laughs> like, geez, I don't know about back in the eighties, but was that rich back then? Uh, I have not, no I mean, clue. It was it was a decent salary. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was fine. Back in yeah. the 80s, you could afford a house on $31,000 yeah. a year. Yeah. And cocaine. You could get get cocaine with the with the house as well. Cocaine. Yeah, cocaine. I cocaine, think that was the 80s, 80s is nothing joke. cocaine. Yeah, I think it was a I horrible was, joke. Yeah, it it's was a horrible a joke. Fat, Thank you. (laughs) 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 You got it. Oh, boy. Yep. (laughs) Phil doesn't know how to point. No, I don't. (laughs) We're all very cocaine. It's all opposite. It's just opposite ways. Yeah. If if you would have watched on Friday, you would have seen that Zach nor I know how to point on the camera. Never. 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 And then we have this. We have this part. I think it's like one of the last. We're creeping to the end here, guys. Sorry, but uh, we have this part where they all decide to sit in a circle, 
and pretty much yell at Molly. <laughs> it's pretty much just John yelling at Molly the entire time, telling her how overprivileged she is, and then her crying. And then Allie, like everyone comes clean about how they went there on Saturday, how they got their detention. Um, then we already talked about that, and that's pretty much it about the movie. Yeah. Now that's I did pretty have, much it. <laughs> I did. I had a question um, that I somebody poses in the movie. Um, but what would you do? If you know you were like independently wealthy and you didn't have to work, oh, if you had a million dollars, or what? Yeah, would, if you had a million dollars, what would you do for a million dollars or something like that? Because I think no, no, no. I think it was, was if you had a million dollars, what would you do? And I drive to school naked. I wouldn't go to school if I had a million dollars. So. Are we yeah, talking a million dollars in we're our time now. or in nineteen? Yeah, I mean a mil- Yeah, I mean a million dollars is Don't, still you if you're not. It, it's it's still a lot of money. (laughs) Like it, it would still take, you know, that would still give you a couple of years without having to worry about anything. Um, Mm -hmm. So if you had a million dollars in, let's say five years that you didn't have to do anything to earn any more money, what would you do? I'd invest Uh, half in stocks. <laughs> oh my what, Christ Almighty Phil. What, Can you be fucking smart about it at least? <laughs> I'm smart, man. I'm making my money last. No, I, I would probably buy a fucking stupid car and a stupid house. <laughs> That's stupidly expensive for no reason. That's what I would do. The stupid part of me would do that because it's okay. the fun part. But the smart part would invest half of it into stocks so that it would grow and I would make my money back and I would I wouldn't have to ever work again. You know how much? What about, what about CDs? Like twenty thousand dollars CDs? Can you do that too? Make some money back. You guys are missing the point no. of this exercise. <laughs> I would, I would <laughs> easily. No wrong answer, Michael. <laughs> I would give Dylan probably twenty five thousand dollars, and I would ask him to take a month off of work, and we would make as many movies as possible, <laughs> and we would. But not. A, I wouldn't give him a lot of money. I'd make sure he was like able to live, but not be like very happy. That way he would feel. <laughs> That way he'd feel the need to like really work hard for me <laughs> and not like his company. Uh, but then we would really just churn out some movies and really just make a dent uh, where, where we were trying to. Uh, okay, but yeah. so Zach gets Zach gets the point of this exercise. What do you want to do? It, it's I'm already not doing about, what I want to do. It's not about the money. What would you do if you didn't have to go to work and spend eight hours a day there, 45, 50 hours a week. But I'm already work. doing what I love. I, I, <laughs> I run my own business. <laughs> I would masturbate, play exactly video games, and smoke weed all day. The, Dan gets <laughs> the point of the exercise. Stop <laughs> being so fucking like... <laughs> I'm waiting for Will the you words. just be fun for a second. Dude, he, he would buy a second roadcaster and have them chirp at each other and he would just giggle to himself and look at stock and look That'd at stock great. like just look at the stock mountains all day. Just like, oh look at these mountains of stock fake money. Look at these what what are those things called? The stock things? What are they? Uh numbers. The, the, the graph charts? Charts. Number Whatever, graphic <laughs> numbers, money, <laughs> money, fucking fake anyway. I'm doing already what I love. I'm making oh, money God. doing it. Whatever. You got a nine dollar Target T-shirt on. Talk about <laughs> doing the things you love doing. Get out. <laughs> you have nine <laughs> podcasts telling people how to make money. <laughs> I love you, Phil. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> 
And that brings us to the end of the movie, guys, where everyone says goodbye to each other. But Jerrion didn't tell us what he would do if he didn't have to work for a couple of years. Three things. Three things. Um, Castle. Cannabis Company. (laughs) Um, And um, damn, I I had a third one. I had it all lined up. Yeah, I would. I would buy a castle for my house, a cannabis company, and like some type of uh, media broadcasting place, something like that. Dude, castle. What a great idea. I gotta write that down. That's always like, yeah, whenever I think about like what I would do when I won the lottery, castle's always part of it. And then, like, yeah. what a cool so like an old school castle, like with no yeah, drywall dude, or like insulation a big or anything. Ass castle, and then like a bunch <laughs> of houses for like my friends to live in for free. And they could come and hang out at the castle, but they can't live in the castle with me. They they live in their I don't own know houses. About the either, Michael. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know like, about that. But during, either, but you know, but during the day, man, brain. you can hang out at my castle all day long. <laughs> I would just buy a bunch of RVs <laughs> and just have them parked on like a road, dirt road somewhere. And just name it like a trailer park go. or something. And then where would your R- RV Dale trailer park? <laughs> just have all there, my friends hang out. That'd be great. If, if you have a bunch of RVs parked in front of your castle, though, that's going to bring down the property value. <laughs> yeah. I, I, now you're upsetting you me. Moat. See, your castle's got a moat. So you're not going to be anywhere near. Oh, <laughs> you got to build a moat. <laughs> yeah. There's Crocodiles and sharks. There's a moat between the between the trailer park and the castle. <laughs> wow! Like, now there is yeah. capitalism wrapped up in one image. Yeah, a moat around a castle with a trailer park right <laughs> trailer right park. outside. But you thing. own all of it. If you own all of it, it's not capitalism. It's just yours. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but moat. I mean, just just that. I that own visual. all of this. Yeah, true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now, all right. Now we have the end of the movie where everyone says goodbye to each other. Uh, Judd Nelson gets a kick-ass earring and i don't know what molly ringwall got what did she get of judd nelson's the scarf red hepatitis. scarf <laughs> <Hepatitis>. <laughs> yeah, i was going to say an std but Syphilis. yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely definitely a couple bruises and like a need to talk to somebody yeah because she she was sexually assaulted yeah, uh, sure. he, he he definitely had her fa- his face in between her legs <laughs> so who yeah, knows yeah, what was going was, on with her <laughs> yeah that was an uncomfortable scene <laughs> yeah, immediately afterwards, though, he goes and sparks up a doobie, and she's just like, yeah. this. like, you for what you got, you owe me, you owe me, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> you got a lot more than I got. <laughs> and Ali Sheeny rips a patch off of Emilio Estevez's coat, which would have pissed me off. And, um, and then yeah, she got, whole, and then he got a that sweater. whole thing sucked. That makeover, and then her going after the jock, like that whole thing just fucking sucked. Yeah. It's like, oh, she's pretty now that she's got her hair done and her makeup, and yeah. she's wearing a pink shirt. Like, fucking stop it. <laughs> Complete makeover in the back yeah. of the library <laughs> with like with a stencil, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. stencil and like and a ruler. Here, just cover your hair with this. <laughs> and did you notice that when she was brushing Ali Sheeny's eyebrows, it was the same brush that Judd Nelson was brushing his teeth with? Ew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> great, great stuff. Great stuff. Ugh. That's why she's being nice to you, because I, I can't use this anymore. Now she has eye herpes, because... <laughs> Classic. We just got canceled that quick. Got herpes in your eyes. Dude. All right, everybody, let's do some reels and get the hell out of here. Get this breakfast club over with. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start off with Zach here. What do you mean, reels? You got 
Yeah, I'm going to say this movie, like like I said, like the only way to make this movie uh, a lot better is if this were an origin story for a superhero thing. <laughs> like if they all had to come into the breakfast club for something um, because they don't really eat breakfast. They only eat lunch. I don't understand why it's called that. And uh, nothing club would make no sense. Well, uh, yeah, I guess breakfast. Well, the club breakfast makes... club makes no sense either. Yeah, they're there for nine hours. That's that's all, that's all meals technically, yeah. especially in my world. It's like ten meals. But uh, <laughs> either way, uh, upon rewatching it, I will say that it's a slightly better than I remember it. Uh, but I'm gonna put it exactly in the middle of the thing. I'm gonna say uh, that it is a, a five reels, five out of ten. Five out of ten. What about yeah. you, Mr. Michael Colby? Um. I uh, I'm gonna say it's s- slightly one reel better than like an average movie, <laughs> just because, like I said, this was sort of my high school experience boiled down into five people. This was middle class white suburban um, high school, just yeah. In, fi- in five people, but it was the five clicks that were in my high school. The jocks were the biggest one. Um, I went to a school where soccer was the big sport. Wow. So it was soccer. Were you jocks? in Europe? Yeah. No. <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, you might as well be Dutch. in Europe. It's yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the art kids and then like the. The bullies the and the the popular rich kids, they were all there. Um, the smart kids, there was like three of them in our dumb jock school. Um, <laughs> but but this, yeah, this was pretty much a high school experience for me. And I didn't really appreciate reliving that because high school was a terrible time. And uh, I didn't like it. And I'm not super fond of this movie if everybody wasn't so nice to look at it would have been much much worse fair so yeah it was high school with better looking people than we had in high school (laughs) nice fair Um, space jam on friday too that's nice (laughs) sorry guys i'm reading the comments my bad (laughs) such a host um yeah uh i'm giving this i'm gonna jump out is seven um it has a good place because i remember enjoying it and looking forward to it. i'm like oh god that's gonna be my high school experience yay and then it being crushingly different different um all you americans have apparently amazing high school years your movies say you do okay i'm the only one (laughs) and and uh and then uh but canadian high schools were like totally different we didn't have any metal detectors anything like that we just had an old lady walking around so it didn't really remind me too much of high school uh, but watching again, it it, it is a time. It is a it, it it is of its time. Uh, it's a different world now, so you couldn't really make that movie again. I don't think so. Just seven. It was okay. It was, it was okay. <laughs> Mr. Jerry and Blaze, how about you, sir? Uh, I got to give it a big seven, man. I loved it. I love '80s movies, man. So this is a good movie. I had a good high school experience. I really can't complain. I went to a big ass high school. It's like the second biggest in Texas. Very prestigious. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I liked it. It reminded me a lot of the high school days, that I had, which were good for me. So if, if you didn't have good high school days, I understand why you didn't like the movie. But if you did, brought back a lot of fond memories. Definitely an 80s classic. I can see why everybody loves it so much. 
And I guess that leaves me. I'm going to give this an 8.5 because it is one of my favorite movies. Um, I probably I watched it 10 times in the last two weeks. I probably won't watch it again for like another month, but then it'll it'll work its way back into my rotation. But an 8.5, like I said, it's reminded me of high school, like everything about high school, even the good and the bad, like everything about it. So that's why it's one of my favorite movies. And uh, I guess everyone says can say goodbye and do their do their shits. Like I'm damn I'm damn lovely. I'll do my shits first. I'm damn damn lovely. This is it was coffee smoking every every Saturday night live 9 p.m. EST and bet that uh, 9 p.m. EST every Thursday and also here. You know what time it is. Tool time? Is it tool time? Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm Zach Wiseman. You can see me on all the Some Nobody stuff with Dylan Terry, mostly somenobodies.com. Uh, Mondays and Fridays, Real Boys, uh, one of my favorite shows ever. Uh, we could chat with Dylan on Tuesdays where he writes stuff and I read it out loud. But yeah, and then Wednesdays, No Time to Binge, which is a very weird show where uh, we don't watch the middle of stuff. And uh, yeah, that's it. A very weird show indeed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um yeah, and that's mostly because of my partner, Matt Deterior, who is an insane person. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but I think you should definitely watch that show also because it's very fun. Um, and if you want to see some more insanity from my partner, Matt, um, Jack Billings presents uh, me and my neighbor, Michael. And Jack Billings presents Haunted Apartment Complex will be starting soon. Um, I love this terrible game is my video game show. And then I have a music show with my very own human real life child. Um, It's called Generation Clash, uh, where we listen to each other's music and try to make each other like the bands that we like, which is easier than I expected it to be. (laughs) Your child's winning, isn't it? Your child's winning this game? No. Um, No. No, no, no. We it, it's 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 not a competition. Um, uh-huh. We're actually trying to get the other one to like it instead of like baiting each other like this show seems to be sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in love. It's all love. I think. I hope at least. No, that's all my end. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's not I'll like we have. It's not like Just we're trying to get each other to watch Boondock Saints around around mm. on that show. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Can we just watch this movie and get that over with? Please? I wish we could. Let's <laughs> get this fucking over fine. with. <laughs> All right, I am, I'm done uh, with my plugs. You're done. Okay. I am Phil Better. I'm the podcast mogul. I host uh, four podcasts currently: the Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, the Phil Better Show, Better Pain, a wrestling podcast, and Stock Dirty to Me. I am currently live streaming. Uh, doing a challenge 30-day live stream of creating a new show for podcasters as well as a a lead generation podcast for my buddy uh, so that he could uh, get some business. So yeah, if you're interested in learning how to create a podcast or monetize your podcast, check me out uh, at Podcaster Feel Better on uh, Instagram. Yes, sir. Cool, cool. All right. Jerry and Blaze, uh, the Cloud Chronicles podcast. Bet that with Dan and Jerry. And on Thursdays, Real Boys here. Stay tuned for the Cloud Chronicles one year anniversary. Check out exclusive episodes of Cloud Chronicles on BizD Network. Peace. Yeah. And don't forget, yeah, this Friday, (laughs) we have uh, Space Jam 2. uh, Oh, second one. Yeah. Part two, which is with LeBron James, who's, I guess, a good basketball player, right? 
Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. you could call him the Michael Jordan, maybe of this generation. No, yeah. no, yeah, no. I would. No, He's I, this, as, a casual basketball, as a casual basketball, as no. a as a casual basketball fan, he is great. Um, I like what he does for his community. And I think he's a good actor. So Ooh. I don't see what the hate for uh, LeBron James is. I think he's a cool as hell. Thing. It's a sports thing. It's because he's not MJ. That's why has, has, has everyone no here seen Space Jam the first one? Yes. Oh, like thousands no. of times. Religiously. Yeah. Religiously. I just yeah. watched it the other day with my son. Oh, not yeah. once it. Doesn't age well. <laughs> it doesn't age well. <laughs> I'm excited for the next one. But uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll uh, see you Friday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.